In his second letter to Timothy, the Apostle Paul writes these words, I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead, and by his appearing and by his kingdom, preach the word. Be urgent, in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, and exhort. Be unfailing in patience and in teaching. This is In Season and Out of Season, a Bible teaching ministry with Father Tom DiLorenzo. Today it's Father Tom and Anthony today. Happy Advent. We celebrate the first week of Advent. And we do not look at the baby. We look at the coming of the Lord in glory. That Jesus who came the first time promised that he would come in glory. We do not preach the second coming enough. This day, the first week of Advent, always preaches the second coming. Mark 13, as he came out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, Look, teacher, what large stones and what large buildings. Then Jesus asked him, Do you see these great buildings? Not one stone will be left here upon another. All will be thrown down. That happened in the year 70. Not one stone upon another. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back for a church without spot or wrinkle. He's coming back for a church that has repented and has given, them, given him their lives. When he was sitting on Mount Olives opposite the temple, Peter, James, and John, and Andrew asked him privately, When will this be, and what will be the sign that all these things are about to be accomplished? Then Jesus began to say to them, Beware, no one leads you astray. Many will come in my name and say, I am he, and they will lead many astray. When you hear of wars, and rumors of wars. Do not be alarmed. This must take place first, but the end is not yet to come. Nation will rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom. We're seeing this in Israel. We're seeing this. We're seeing it now. Jesus is coming back. He's coming back for you. He's coming back for me. He's coming back for a church that believes in him, that's repented, that's given their lives to him. There will be earthquakes in various places. There will be famines. This is but the beginning of the birth pangs. These are the beginning of the birth pangs. Earthquakes, rumors of war, rumors of war. We have the wars going on now. We have them. Jesus is coming back. And he's coming back for a church that believes in him. Coming back for a church that is faithful and true. Are you faithful and true today? He's coming back for you. Coming back for me. We don't think about the baby until the third or fourth week of Advent. Then we think about Mary and the conception of the child. We need to know that he's coming back soon. We don't preach it enough that Jesus is coming back. Two, four, six, eight. The Lord is great. The Lord is great. 
Two, four, six, eight. The Lord is great. Two, four, six, eight. The Lord is great. He's coming back and he won't be late. All my sins are washed away. I've been redeemed. If he comes back tomorrow, are you ready? If he comes back next week, are you ready? You know, the only moment in the kingdom of the God is here and now. So we want to be ready for Jesus here and now. We want to be excited here and now. The kingdom of God is already at hand. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out demons. You know, Jesus is coming back and he wants you to be excited about him. None of us are going to be perfect, but Jesus, he sees the heart. He sees our heart. And our desire to want to be perfect is enough for God because we're all a work in progress. But if he comes back tomorrow, are we ready for him? I'm ready. I'm ready for the Lord. Jesus, right now I'm ready. And I'm ready for you to do whatever you want to do in this world, in my life. Whatever you want to do, Lord, I'm ready for it, and I'm excited, and I want to see it. I want to see your will be done upon this earth, and if I need to be purified, I definitely do. Then, Lord, purify me. If I need to be cleansed, then, Lord, cleanse me. If I need to be healed, then, Lord, heal me. And I don't care how it looks, what it looks like, what it feels like, Lord, I am ready for your will. I am ready for your kingdom. I am ready for your return, Jesus. Jesus. And all I want is what you want for me. All I want to be is what you want me to be. All I want to do is what you want me to do, Jesus. So come have your way. If you let the Lord have his way in your life, then you can then he can begin to have his way upon this earth through you. Have your own way. Have your own way. <laughs> Jesus, Lord, I pray, have your own way, have your own way, Jesus, Lord, I pray. What will happen before the coming of the Lord? As for yourselves, beware, for they will hand you over to councils, and you will be beaten in synagogues. You will stand before governors and kings because of me as a testimony to them. And the good news must first be proclaimed to all the nations. Has the good news been proclaimed to all the nations? I don't think so. It starts in the church. So many people in the church have not heard the good news. They go to church and they come out the same way they came in. We need to come out different because we hear the word of God and we receive the blessed sacrament. When they bring you to trial and hand you over, do not worry beforehand what you are about to say, but say whatever is given you at that time. For it is not you who speak, but the Holy Spirit. Brothers will betray brothers to death and fathers their child. Children will rise against parents. They will put to death. And you will be hated for all because of my name. But the one who endures to the end will be saved. 
perseverance perseverance during hard times perseverance during good times we need to persevere we need to seek his face we need to say Jesus I love you we need to say Jesus I want you we need to say Jesus come Lord Jesus Maranatha Maranatha come Lord Jesus come Maranatha Maranatha come Lord Jesus come oh yes come come in your glory come as the judge of the living and the dead come come Lord do not delay come we're closer now than ever and we believe that you will come in glory we believe that you will come for a church without wrinkle without wrinkle how we need to be the church that repents how we need to be the church that loves God the church that loves people how we need to be the people who hear the Word of God and put it into practice how we need to be a people of faith are you a man of faith are you a woman of faith you need to be a person of faith in order to be caught up with the Lord he wants to catch you up you know we don't have to have any fear of what's to come because we're hidden in Christ Jesus Whoever loves their life will lose it, but whoever hates their life in this world will keep it for eternal life. You know, all all the enemy can do is maybe hurt this body, but our soul is eternal, and he can't touch our soul. It's going to be with Jesus forever, and we just want to prepare for Jesus coming back. You want to be ready now for what Jesus' return. You want to be ready now for what Jesus wants to do in your life today. You want to be ready right now for all, for whatever comes your way from heaven or from hell. It's okay because you already have victory in Christ Jesus. On the cross, Jesus said it was finished. And he delivered you victory in your life from Calvary. From the cross, Jesus broke every curse. From the cross, Jesus defeated the works of the devil. From the cross, Jesus broke every iniquity in your family. And you need to just walk it out in faith. You know, the Holy Spirit is our guide in life. Jesus went to the Father to send the Holy Spirit down. And when you have the Holy Spirit, you now have a guide. You have God living within you. You have the peace that passes all understanding and the Holy Spirit can guide and direct your life. The fire of the Holy Spirit can melt out fear, can melt out anxiety, can melt out worry, can melt out a life of this world and give you the life of heaven. When Jesus created you, he created you for this divine life. He put his divinity within you, that you walk in this world as Jesus Christ walked in this world, that you are God's representative in this world. And I'll tell you something, Jesus is never worried. Jesus is never afraid. Jesus never has fears. So you know what that means? Neither should we. We don't need to have that. We don't need to ever be worried. God stands in the heavens and he laughs. You know, if the enemy attacks me, I try to be like God. I just laugh. And I laugh because I know that I have victory. You have victory. That it's already all played out. That Jesus is coming back.
He's coming back, and I can't wait for him to come back. I can't wait. If we have any fear about it, it's just you don't need to because none of it's from God. God has it all under control, and he wants you to know I have it all under control, my child. I have it all under control. I'm coming back, and it's going to be glorious. And anything you're going through right now, it's okay, because I'm just using it for sanctification. I'm using it to sanctify you. Although you might not see it as a gift, it's a gift to sanctify your soul. I'm working everything out before because Jesus is going before you. My angels today are surrounding you. You are burning with the fire of God. You know, we are changed when we encounter the anointing and the fire. When we walk in the church and the fire of God is on the altar, it is in the Eucharist, but there are people burning with the fire of God, burning with the love of God, that we can see a representation upon Jesus on this earth. It took me to see Father and Maria in the Days of Glory conferences and see the burning ones who are representing Jesus Christ on this earth, who walk in authority, who walk in this world as Christ walks in the world. Like St. Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ. Can we say that about our life? Imitate me as I imitate Christ, because I'm walking in this world as Christ walks in this world. And it has nothing to do with us because it's all by the grace of God. It's all by the grace of God. It's about becoming nothing in ourselves so God be can become everything within us. When we become realizing that, Lord, I am nothing, but you are everything. Lord, I am very weak, but through me you are strong. Lord, I'm not worried about anything besides your will, Lord. Lord Jesus, let me desire what you desire for me. That's a powerful prayer. Pray that today. Lord, let me desire only what you desire for me. Because the desires of God are so wonderful and they help us to fulfill our destiny. He, We want to have the desires of God in our heart. We want to have the attributes of God in the, our heart. We want to have Jesus Christ and his divinity in our heart because the fire of God's divinity burns away, burns away, burns away everything of this earth. So we live this life, the ascended life with Jesus Christ, where the only thing that matters is what Jesus has for us. I want to be what you want me to be. I want to say what you want me to say. I want to go where you want me to go. I want only you, O oh God, so that I would be ready when you come in glory, that I would be persevering in my faith, knowing that on the cross, Jesus bled for us so that we would be forgiven, that on the cross, Jesus healed our wounds and carried our infirmities, that on the cross everything was made right through the cross of Jesus Christ in the power of the resurrection. But in those days after that suffering, the sun will be darkened, the moon will not give us light, the stars will be falling from heaven, the powers in the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds 
with great power and glory. Then he will send out the angels and gather his elect from the four winds. Are you one of his elect? Do you love him? Have you given him your life? Have you received forgiveness from the blood? Oh, yes. We are the elect of Jesus. We are the elect of God. It's all a grace. It has nothing to do with who we are. It's a grace, and we need that grace. And it says, He will gather the elect from the four winds, from the ends of the earth to the ends of heaven. From the fig tree learn its lesson. As soon as its branches become tender and put forth its leaves, you know that summer is near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that he is near at the very gates. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all these things have been taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will not pass away. Do you know that today? How much of the word is in your soul? How much of the word is in your heart? You say, well, I don't read the Bible. Well, I uh, well, listen, start now. It's Advent. Open it up. Open it up. Open it up. It's time for us to know that heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will not pass away. This is real. This is real. When Jesus speaks, he tells us what he means on our he tells us how to get to heaven. He tells us how to live on earth. He tells us how to be children of God. Are you a child of God? Have you been washed in the blood? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. He was in the world, and the world was made through him. And the world did not know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. To those who believe in his name, who were born not of blood, nor the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God. If you're a child of God today, you're in the elect. We have nothing to worry about. We want a glory that the Lord is coming back. We want to be excited for Jesus' second return, for when he returns in glory. But do we receive Jesus? Not just, oh, I said the sinner's prayer and I live how I want to live. No, but I receive Jesus and I give every part of my life over to him. I invite the Holy Spirit to come be my guide and I make sacrifice to the Lord. The currency of the spiritual realm is sacrifice. There's no covenant without sacrifice. We're living in the new covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ. We receive him, we believe in him, and we become children of God. But when we become a child, we want to be obedient to the Father because the Father gives us the Son's inheritance. 
What is the son's inheritance? That the kingdom of God is at hand now. Healing is at hand now. Miracles is at hand now. Repentance, power, love, joy, peace, goodness will follow you all the days of your life. You are more than a conqueror. You know, it is so exciting that Jesus is coming back and he's coming back in power and he's coming back to save you because you are a child of God. Praise you, Lord. Lord, I thank you that you took me as a child of this world and through faith, Jesus, have made me into your child, the father's child, a child of God. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased in Christ. God says this to you. This is my beloved daughter in whom I am well pleased in Christ. This is my beloved child in whom I am well pleased in Christ. We need to know that it's all about being in Jesus Christ. You know, he became a curse so that we might become the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. It's all about in the Lord Jesus Christ. We become the righteousness of God because he became a curse. That's how curses are broken, that Jesus became a curse so that we might become the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. That's how we break curses. He became a curse. How do I know that? The scripture says, Cursed is the man who dies on a tree. Jesus became a curse so that we might be the righteousness of God in Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ. He has a plan for your life. He loves you. He's crazy about you. He's got plans for you. You just need to be open to his plans. That's all you need to be is open. People ask me when I go on a retreat, what shall I expect? Be open to what God is going to do. Don't tell him what to do. Be open to what he's going to do. When people go on Curcio, they say, what is your advice? Be open to what happens there. Don't have any preconceived ideas. Just be open to what God wants for you, for you, for you. The key is to expect nothing. We go and we, and we even for our lives, we have all these expectations about what God or should do for us. And when God doesn't do it exactly the way we want, we get disappointed, we get hurt, we get let down, we don't believe God is there. <laughs> the best thing I ever st started doing is stop expecting anything because those expectations come from me. And I just wake up, no expectations, and I say, wow, Lord, another day in the kingdom. Do what you want to do. Move how you want to move. I have no expectations. I just want to see you move, Lord, in my life. And then you know what you're doing? You're giving Jesus the freedom to move how he wants to move, to do what he wants to do, to mold you how he wants to mold you. Today, tell the Lord, I am the 
clay, you are the potter. Mold me how you want to mold me. Move me how you want to move me. And then life becomes exciting because we're not caught up in ourselves about what we want to happen, what we think should happen. We're just moving with the spirit. You want to be like a sailboat, letting the Holy Spirit blow upon your life. Have no expectations. Have no expectations. It's hard, but it's so pleasing to God. The angel of the Lord declared unto Mary, and she conceived of the Holy Spirit. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Jesus is returning in glory, but we're not sitting here waiting for Jesus. While we're here, we're installing the kingdom of God. We're releasing the kingdom of God. We're pulling down the kingdom of God as it gets closer and closer and closer. And his power goes greater and greater and greater. Behold the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done unto me according to your word. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now Amen. at the hour of our death. Amen. Persevere. Do not give up. Do not quit. Persevere in faith. Persevere. The Lord has plans, and he wants you to know that you're in his plan. God bless you. This has been In Season and Out of Season with Father Tom DiLorenzo. A tape of this week's series of messages is available to you with a donation when you write to this new address, Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. Please make a note of it. And remember that this ministry is supported only by the donations of listeners, so please help as the Lord leads you. That new address again is Father Tom DiLorenzo, P.O. Box 602, East Boston, Mass., 02128. And be sure to listen again next time for In Season and Out of Season. Oh.